You know how I like to start the show, Nick? How the heck do you like to start the show? Just dumping a big old glass of water onto my laptop, and that's exactly what I did before we started recording. You know that's uh, not ideal, right? Like, you're not supposed to do that? Uh, You can't tell me, first of all, how to live my life, okay? So let's just get that out of the way. All right, well, you just bought that laptop, and it seems like pouring a lot of water, which you are drinking out of a peanut butter jar, which we decided last week was okay because anything can be drunk out of that holds water. PB Crisp, PB Crisp, PB Crisp, peanut butter cream is the name of the green. Uh, so I don't want to lit- I don't want to relitigate the vessel you have chosen to drink, but only the action that you have taken with it, because drinking involves imbibing the liquid into your human body and not dispersing it across the keys of your expensive electronic devices. But my laptop said it was thirsty. <laughs> no, you were thirsty, and that's why you were on your laptop. So many thirsty dudes. You know what I mean? Check out our OnlyFans, Trailer Blazers OnlyFans. <laughs> uh, it's called, uh, I was going to say Thick Trailers, but that, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's stupid. <laughs> thick Trailers with two C's. Yes, with the two C's. Uh, thick, th- uh, thick Blazers, yeah, with the Thick Blazers. I can't think of any dirty puns. People are supposed to be able to listen to this with their kids, so probably don't need any get too wild. What, too wild. I can't even think of any, like, PG-13 ones. Our our podcast name does not lend itself to uh, parody in that way. Uh, Folks should just have to be satisfied with thick blazers. Yeah, we're the thick blazers. (laughs) Which sounds like something you don't want to wear in summertime. (laughs) I wore a thick blazer to that wedding in June, and boy, did I regret it. Uh, Pit stains that were enormous. (laughs) Uh, so stupid. <laughs> We're stupid. Uh, folks, welcome to the Dumb Dudes Podcast. Uh, once again, yeah. I'm Ben Moon, one of your hosts, uh, a dumb dude. I'm Nick Kelly, uh, sometimes dumber, but not today, apparently. I did not mean to spill that glass of water um, on my laptop, and but it uh, looks like the only thing that's happening currently is that uh, it's clicking on its own, so that's not great, but it's uh, hopefully, I'm going to put it in a bag of rice. I got a 25-pound bag of rice. Yeah. Nick told me it didn't work. That doesn't work. I heard it doesn't work. I never tried it. You know, you probably read that on the internet. Yeah, but you probably read to put it on in rice on the internet, too. <sighs> touche. Nick, touche. <laughs> All right, well. I, hold on. I'm pretty sure that you saying that it clicking on its own is a, is a preamble into you buying all kinds of random internet stuff and then being to Aaron and being like, I, it's a, I spilled water on it and it's clicking on its own. <laughs> That's the equivalent of the dog ate the homework sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, I see through you. Yeah, uh, God, it's like clicking on its own. I'm just gonna leave it alone. We're not gonna touch it. Do not do not touch the trackpad. Okay. No, leave it. Leave it be. All right. And so instead of doing that, let's talk about what we had done watched this past week, Nick. What we done had watched this past week. Well, we're gonna start out tag teaming this first one because we both saw in the theater Godzilla versus Kong. Spoiler free. We're gonna talk about this spoiler free, aren't we? We are we are always going to be spoiler free for these early release movies. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil nothing. No, I'm not gonna spoil nothing. I will tell you this movie was dumb. This movie the plot was ridiculous. Uh, there was things that didn't make hardly any sense. Uh, there were unanswered questions, and uh, we really enjoyed it. Oh yeah, totally loved it. Uh, we, as I mentioned, we rented out the theater. 
So it was only people there that I knew or people adjacent to people that I knew. And it was really fun. It was a bigger screen than I expected. I expected a small screen. No, it was a full-size screen. And it's just, like, with, like, 20 people that I knew and, like, most of us were vaccinated at some point. And the re- at, some, at some point. And the rest of us are, like, hobbits who never leave or go anywhere, so... <clears throat> Uh, that sounds like a good time. There was not many people in my theater. We had social distancing. Um, and so I felt safe the whole time. It was, it was a very nice welcome back movie for me to get back in the theater. I think I like it the best of all of these new Godzilla movies in the, uh, legendary pictures venue so far. It was the most fun, I think. It was very fun. Um, I don't, I'm trying to think of the way to describe this, uh, but they were, I, I think they were unashamed about the, about where it went. Yeah, no, Adam Wingard or Wingard or I don't know how to pronounce his last name. He knew, he knew what he was doing and he knew what people wanted to see. Like the human storyline doesn't matter. No one cares. Uh, but in this case, the, the side characters that were supposed to be funny, I thought they were actually funny. So I enjoyed them. Um, I liked all of the monsters, and I liked the color scheme of the movie. You know, the the humans, the human part of this movie felt sort of like a mix of Independence Day and Stargate. I yeah, I, I see that definitely, definitely that energy. Yeah, that energy. So I, he either took influence for that or, or recreated that same energy. Um, the, you know, the script and everything, and just the characters felt very much like that. It's ironic. In that case, that those are both Roland Emmerich movies, and he is also responsible for the worst Godzilla movie ever made. Oh, is that the one with, uh, uh, what year was it? Gosh. 1998. 98. That's yep. right. 98, man. Uh, and Puff Daddy had a song uh, to go along with that one, didn't he? He sure did. Like Blue Oyster Cult before him. Yep. And like uh, deepest bluest, my hat is like a shark's fin. Don't forget about that one for deep blue sea. <laughs> deepest bluest, my hat is like a shark's fin. Oh. Deepest bluest, my hat is like a shark's fin. You weird, weird movie. <laughs> yeah, so we're we are going to recommend Godzilla vs Kong. Uh, turn your brain off and eat some popcorn and go see a flick, folks. Yeah, and if you can't, if you don't feel safe going to the theater, it's on HBO Max. Catch a flick at home, folks. Check it out. Uh, check it out. So, um, so other than that, uh, I watched Ted Lasso with the wife. Um, watched the first episode of Q Into the Storm, that documentary series on HBO Max. Okay. Uh, is that a QAnon one? It is the QAnon one. It's six episodes long. It is excellent, excellent documentary series. Uh, it's interesting. You don't even have to look at your phone to this. I mean, it's it'll keep you... It's wacky, buddy. Uh, it'll... It's just, you know, seeing crazy people is always uh, 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 interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it can be. Yeah, so I would say check this out. Uh, if, you're, if you're wondering what QAnon is or, or, or just find it interesting, you know, uh, definitely worth a watch. And, and even if you know a lot about QAnon, there's stuff that you have not seen. I guarantee it. Like, I, I didn't know what, Ron, who, you know what Ron Watkins looked like before this. There's, like, no pictures of him on the Internet. And it's, like, tons of video of this guy. He, like, goes to his house. I mean, it's... It's crazy, so definitely check it out. Uh, watch it. I watched the first episode of Doom Patrol. Oh, my man, Robot Man. <laughs> yeah, uh, it is. It's different than I thought it was going to be, uh, but I think I will continue watching it and check out more of it. Does it does it get better as it goes on? Yeah, I I like it a lot better as it goes. Uh, as as they develop the 
the relationships between the characters, it gets better, like like any show. And um, plus, Alan Tudyk is in season one, so yep. that's great. I love, I just love Robot Man so much. Like, I love Brendan Fraser, and that character is kind of perfect for him because his voice, when yelling, is so fun. And Robot Man yells a lot. Uh, I like his blinking motion. It reminds me of TikTok from uh-huh. <laughs> uh, the Ro- the Royal Army of Oz from Return to Oz. Totally. Uh, l- last thing I want to talk about here that I saw is I tried to watch The Spirit. Yes. Uh, I haven't seen that since it came out. Neither have I. And, buddy, I could not make it past 15 minutes. I looked at the I looked at the timeline, and I was like, I'm, I'm 15 minutes in, and I'm going to turn it off. I remember not liking it. Yeah, it's it's worse than you remember. Let me just tell you that, okay? The But the opening for this movie, when up to the credits, is incredible. The, I was like, maybe I remembered this incorrectly because this is awesome. It looks incredible. It's still, to this day, that opening up to the credit, up to the, uh, what do you call it? The title The sequence? title card? Title card. Up until the title card. It looks incredible. And him running on the wire across the rooftops. It's so fun. It's noir. It's like, oh my gosh, this is going to be awesome. And then after that title card goes away, it completely just derails itself it's juvenile it's weird and stupid Eva Mendez is beautiful but but the the underwater stuff is funny because it's like her just with like a a fan blowing on her hair (laughs) that's how they Uh did the underwater stuff uh but but that's neither here nor there it's just so stupid uh the script is terrible I like I I had to turn it off I I couldn't believe it I I was so disappointed because I was like this could have been so cool this could have been so good and it's not because Frank Miller's not a director. Just because God. you write comic books doesn't make you a director. And he writes good comic books, but he's not a director. I don't understand how he can write good comic books and then write such garbage. I mean, it was terrible, Nick. Don't even... I mean, go. I would say go watch it up until the title card. Do that. Maybe I'll have to recheck this out. The only thing I remember from the spirit is I really like the line, I'm going to kill you all sorts of dead. He, do, he does say that in the first 15 minutes. Yeah, it's right at the beginning, and it was also in the trailer. So you could really just watch the trailer. Honestly, you probably could. Uh, yeah, so anyway, that's all. That's what I had done watched, uh, but you watched several things on here. Talk to me about them. I watched uh, two things that are sort of in the vein of, of uh, the spirit. One of them is Mask of Zorro, the uh, Antonio Banderas, Anthony Hopkins Zorro movie. Um, that... It's a great movie. I love that movie. It's very, very Steven Spielberg-y. Mm. And uh, that's kind of what I want from a movie like that. Because Steven Spielberg is the best at pulp. Uh, he didn't direct Mask of Zorro, but he produced it. It's Amblin. Uh. But it has that feel, so it's good. I, and I like all those pulp heroes. It's like my favorite thing. And I watched Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow, which is just a great movie. So uh, good. Everything about it is... I, f- I totally forgot that Giovanni Ribisi was in it. I totally forgot. Because I haven't seen it since it came out, you know, originally. And it was, what, that was, what, 2004? So it's it's been a while. But yeah, so I forgot Giovanni Ribisi was in it. And he popped up and I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> you're Dex. And then, uh, yeah, I love... I, the movie's great. I mean, everything in it is good. It looks good. It's cool. And then I watched Rocky II. Uh, I've... I've seen all the Rocky movies a million times, but I just I love all of them. So sometimes I just watch Rocky movies. Um, and then I watched The Midnight Sky, which is the George Clooney Netflix uh, sci-fi movie that 
came out in December. Yeah. We yeah we talked about the trailer for this. It's where he's he's stuck. He's left on Earth. He stayed on Earth because there was a ship coming back from a long mission, and everyone had to abandon Earth um, because the the air got bad. And so he waited for the because he he had some sort of terminal disease, which isn't a spoiler because it's they say it in the first five minutes of the movie. So he's that's why he stayed behind to warn this ship to turn around and go back this way. And uh, it's a it's a melancholy movie, yeah. But one that that goes up to hopefulness in a way that I I really liked, and the end was fantastic. So I I really really like the ending, and I of the, of the movies that I've watched in the past two weeks, three of the best ones have been George Clooney movies. So <laughs> he's been good lately. And then uh, I watched Everything Must Go last night, which is a Will Ferrell movie. A friend of mine uh, recommended it last weekend when we were at the Godzilla vs Kong thing. Friend Josh said it was good because we were talking about when comedians do. Uh, serious movies how they're usually pretty good at it and this was pretty good uh will ferrell plays like an alcoholic guy who his life is sort of falling apart at the beginning of the movie and his wife kicks him out and so all his stuff is in the yard and she's she's not there and he has like a couple days to get his stuff out but he doesn't have any money or like a car because they repossess everything and then uh He's, it's just him like living in this yard for five days and it by the end it was pretty good I like the end of that one too plus it had uh it had uh, Rebecca Hall in it who's been in like four of the movies that I watched <laughs> this past two weeks and not even on purpose people may know her as the the woman who invented extremis in Iron Man 3 and she was in Godzilla vs Kong that's right that's right yep and a little cameo from Laura Dern so that was a good movie uh, Dr. Ellie Sattler. Yes. All right, cool. Uh, all right, well, that's what we done had watched. So maybe let's talk a little bit about some of this here new news. This is the Dumb Dudes News Network. Yeah, this first one is very near and dear to my heart. Uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000, uh, like six years ago, did a Kickstarter to make a new season. And so they made a new season with Jonah Ray as the host. And then Netflix picked it up and aired the first season. And then Netflix ordered a second season. But Netflix declined to order a third season. And I got mad at them because I was like, Hey, I paid for these episodes with the Kickstarter. You don't... Who are you to cancel it? You don't get... You don't have a say in this, Netflix. And apparently that's what also uh, Joel felt. So... He's making, he's just crowdfunding and without a network, he's going to just host them on his own thing. And so they're going to make an app and then the episodes will go to the app. So if you go to makemoremst3k.com, it redirects to the Kickstarter. We already hit the first goal of 2 million. And if we get to the uh, goal of 5.5 million, the highest stretch goal, they're going to do a full 12 episode season with 12 shorts as well. Nice. And it's going to be the returning cast of uh, the the last two seasons. So everything just continuing without Netflix. I like that. Yeah, it's great because we don't have to be reliant on, on things like streaming services and just these giant companies that are out of touch. We don't need to be reliant on them. 
with Kickstarter, and we can do it. It's it's perfect. It's it's consumer driven. It's what people want. I love Kickstarter. I have backed uh, two Kickstarters this year. It's actually my first time to ever back kick a Kickstarter, and I did two of them. I've done three this year because I did Mystery Science Theater. I did my Boglins Kickstarter, which just shipped, by the way. And then nice. uh, I did a Hellboy, uh, a Hellboy game. Uh, you, the next piece of news, you, you actually put all the news on here this week, um, but uh, Sony movies are going to stream on Netflix. Yeah, so Netflix, Sony, which doesn't have its own streaming service, because it's the only thing that doesn't have its own streaming service, uh, Sony made a big deal with Netflix, so uh, people, if you want to watch Sony movies, they're starting in 2022, they're going to be on Netflix. So they'll be the first US streaming home for Sony Pictures, following their theatrical releases. So like, Uncharted, the Morbius movie, uh, the Venom movie, probably Jumanji, uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, that stuff, which, you know, some of that's been on Netflix already, uh, so it's, you know, not a big leap or anything, but it's gonna go to, it's gonna go to Netflix first, so. And then, uh, my last, my last bit of news is just a fun little thing that, uh, the, the dude who makes the Cobra Kai show on... Netflix or YouTube or whatever, I think it moved from YouTube to Netflix, is making a movie about ancient aliens based on the History Channel show, <laughs> Ancient Aliens. So, Who knows what to expect from that? I think it's a really fun idea. I, I, I'm kind of excited about it. Giorgio has to be in it. They have to let him be in it. Classic. Uh, iconic, even, you know? It is iconic. Uh, all right, so that's all the news we got, and that brings us to the question tomes. The questions tomes. Also iconic. At this point, it is. Uh, so I came up with a question this week in honor of the Space Jam trailer coming out. Which we will talk about in full in a little while. We will. Uh, we did watch it. So the question this week is, you have to put together your own Space Jam team what four players do you choose to play on your team? And the only stipulation that I'm putting in here is that they cannot be taller than a regulation basketball goal of 10 feet. Uh, because my snap judgment was to have Optimus Prime on my team because Optimus Prime is always on every team that I have. But he cannot be in this. He's taller than 10 feet. Yeah, he is too tall. Unless it's an action figure of Optimus Prime that exists in the Toy Story universe. Which is the only way you could have him on your team. But that is not. But we are not in the Toy Story universe. We're in the Baron Steen Bears universe. Uh, <laughs> well, at least my mind is. Yes. Uh, so, uh, uh, though I exist in the Baron Steen Bears universe. Uh, all right. So the so I said uh, here's my team. So I'm basically we're picking four people because you're on the team, right? Just regular old Nick and Ben. Yep. And then uh, four other people. So I picked Quicksilver uh, because obvious reasons he's super fast. I want to know which Quicksilver. Uh, the the comic book Quicksilver. So it's a these are going to be drawn characters. Okay, so you got the the fun wings. So he looks like uh, Evan Peters in the Halloween episode of, of WandaVision. He does, yes, sir. Um, and then uh, I chose Goldo from the Ginyu Force from Dragon Ball Z because he can freeze time. I was wondering because isn't he like kind of shaped like a basketball himself <laughs> <laughs> he is he's, he's short and squat so he's not going to probably do much shooting but he can definitely you know pass me the ball and let me shoot how did that guy lose so easily to vegeta if he could freeze time uh well he had to hold his breath and i think that came into play somehow i suppose uh, i forgot i forgot how they beat him it was 
it was fairly creative though. But he just seems like he'd be good to have on the team. You know, you freeze time. It's been a while since I've seen since I've seen Dragon Ball Z. I should I should watch that. Yeah, you should go back on YouTube and watch the. Uh, oh, there's like a there's like a group of guys that redid it. It's like the abridged version. It's a lot better. I'm well well it. aware of Dragon Ball Z abridged. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. <laughs> it's it's pretty funny. Oh yes. All right, so then I chose Nightcrawler, uh, comic book version again. Poof paw, uh, we're just going to teleport and score goals. Yeah, that's a that's a no brainer. Nightcrawler is a really good idea. Yeah, uh, and then you know I had kind of a tie. I, I was going to say um, a Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet, but that's a little OP, so I probably won't do that. Uh, so then I was like, okay, what about Nick Cage from the movie Next? <laughs> And you say, well, what? And I'd say, first of all, I'd, I got Nick Cage on my team, so there's that. But he can tell the future. He can, like, tell the immediate future. So he'll know what plays we should do and what we should and shouldn't do. And he can tell us this is what the bat, you know, the other team guy is going to do. And then Jessica Biel will probably be in the stands. I don't have a problem with that. No, no one does. Uh, my team is uh, mostly comprised of Marvel characters. Uh, I suppose I'm naturally yeah, I'm, I'm actually going to swap out my first one with just to break it up from being all Marvel characters and I'm just going to take another cartoon character so I was going to say Mr. Fantastic but I'm switching it so my first player is Jake the dog from Adventure Time because he can stretch and it's the same reason that I was going to use Mr. Fantastic but Jake can stretch now Jake is a little lazy so uh, he might not be the the heavy hitter on my team but he can stretch my second pick is Hawkeye, uh, Clint Barton, because he never misses, so he's going to be shooting my threes. And then uh, my, my third is Domino from X-Men, because she has uh, innate luck, and pretty much everything will go my way that way. And then my Is it the Zazzy Beats version? Well, I'm not going to pick a live action, so I would... Me personally, in my life, would I like to hang out with Zazzy Beats? Yes, obviously. Yes, uh, yes. Every day, yes. Uh, <laughs> please, yes, please. Uh, love her. So, but in this case, it's probably going to have to be a comic version because I'm sort of, like you, sort of sticking to the drawn, char- like the cartoon versions. And then my last one being an exception from that, but a Space Jam-based exception, my, my fourth would be Bill, Bill Murray from Space Jam 1, uh, who played himself, and I just want to hang out with Bill Murray. Yeah, so we Nick Cage and, and Bill Murray are going to be uh, on the court, baby. We'll be hanging out with them. Those are our only real guys. Yep. Bill Murray did get put in in Space Jam 1, too. So he got put on, put in when uh, he had to sub in. Yeah, he's got a little, so he's got a little experience there. I think he just wanted to hang out with Michael Jordan. That's why he... Because he's a Chicago guy, so... Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right, well, folks, write into us. Let us know uh, who you would have on your Space Jam team. What other four other players would you choose? And we'll tell you how to get in touch with us later in the show. Yeah, and obviously fictional characters. I don't want to hear just four good basketball men. I'm not interested in that. Uh, we are certainly not interested in that. Uh, don't even don't, If you're going to pick a real-life person, maybe, they, maybe they're in something else. I, I bet no one who listens to this knows any... Real life basketball, <laughs> except for the people that <laughs> accidentally are trying to find a podcast about the Portland Trailblazers. <laughs> I don't think they've lasted this that long in this, unless they were like, 
they couldn't get to the 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 next button on their on their, on their device. They're, they dropped their phone. They're driving, and their phone slid in between the seat, <laughs> 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 and it's under the seat. <laughs> they're forced to listen to the dumb dudes podcast. <laughs> Or maybe they maybe they have it in a bowl in the kitchen and like they're playing it on the speaker and then they're like they're like chopping fish heads or something. They got fish all over their hands. They don't want to touch the phone, you know. <laughs> Standing there like, uh, next, next. <laughs> hey, Google next. <laughs> oh, that's uh, funny. All right. Well, even if you are a Portland Trail Blazers fan, somehow listening to this. Um, uh, we, we've got it. We, we're going to get to the trailers uh, here. So here we go. Let's talk about these here. New, 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 new trailers, folks. We have a perfect Adele design to talk about. Yeah, this first one just maybe the best of the bunch, but we have a lot of good ones this time. But we're starting out strong here. We had a trailer, a second trailer. The first one was barely a teaser, but we got a second trailer. For the Disney Plus Marvel series Loki, starring Tom Hiddleston as Loki. And also starring the Atlanta Marriott Marquis Hotel. Which is featured prominently in this trailer. And especially when uh, <laughs> Loki's like, I know what this is. And everyone that goes to Dragon Con was like, yeah, it's the Atlanta Marriott. We, we know what this is too. <laughs> My friend Andrea works for Nerdist and uh, she posted, she tweeted that... Uh, the quote with the picture of the the Dragon Con Marriott, and she's like, "Yeah, oh, this is Marriott," and then a million people were retweeting it. Indeed, yeah. So other than that, this trailer, this show looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get to see a post-apocalyptic Avengers Tower. Uh, looks like the moon is breaking up or something. It gets crazy. We got Owen Wilson as as Mr. Mobius. I just love everything he says in this. Where he's like, "You've literally stabbed people in the back fifty times." <laughs> he's like, "Well, I'd never do it again." <laughs> it's great. I think the script's gonna be good. It's gonna be a fun ex- uh, adventure. Yeah, it's gonna be great. I'm looking forward to it. Try, you can chalk this up to uh, somebody goes on an adventure. There's only two types of stories, right? Yeah, we should. <laughs> Stranger comes to town. We're gonna be <laughs> um, analyzing that with. It's either Stranger comes to town or, or someone goes on a journey. And this is someone yeah. goes on a journey. So. One of my one of my favorite things is time travel stuff. I love time travel movies, so this is a time travel based series. And I also love the that there's a bureaucracy about time travel in this, which is another one of my favorite things. It's like I love really structured systems for uh, sort of ambiguous concepts. Like I really like the Good Place because there's like this weird afterlife bureaucracy. And this did you like Death Note? I haven't seen that. Oh, you'd love it. That's that's exactly what it is. Directed by Adam Wingard of Godzilla vs. Kong. Yes, uh, but not the anime. The anime was directed by Japanese people. Yeah, I, I never saw it. Either one. Uh, yeah, ja- a lot of Japanese stuff has... They, they, they like that structured stuff, too. I, I do, too. I think it's really fun. Yeah, but I really want to watch Loki. It looks great. Really excited about it. We're very excited. Uh, the next one, we're excited about this next one too. Coming out July 9th, it is the final trailer for Black Widow. Yeah, and you might be thinking, we talked about the Disney Plus trailer for Black Widow last week. Well, I'm going to talk about every trailer for Black Widow because this has been a year. We've been talking about this since the literal first episode, and we finally get to see this movie in July. Oh, it's going to be fantastic. We had a lot more uh, action y stuff with Taskmaster in this trailer. And a little background stuff with Florence Pugh's character, Yelena Belova, who, if you read the comics, you'll know is another Black Widow. And 
it just looks great and i'm really excited about it this uh it's kind of weird that this is the final trailer and we still have several months before the film comes out uh, but I have a theory that is kind of kind of been brewing, and I think that I'm going to go with it. Uh, I think my theory is Taskmaster is a woman. I had this theory very early on, like last year before the movie was supposed to come out. I thought maybe Rachel Vice's character would be uh, Melina would be the Taskmaster, and I, I know she's supposed to be Iron Maiden, but she could maybe also be Taskmaster, but. Then, like, watching this trailer, Taskmaster looks very masculine most of the time. I mean, I know you could edit the trailer, maybe, to trick people. And Marvel does that all the time. Like, they put Hulk in an Infinity Wars trailer, and he wasn't in it. And stuff like that. So it might, they might be doing that. But also, Hot Toys made a, a prototype figure that looked more masculine. And then there's this dude that's cast. The dude, some dude from... Uh, uh, Handmaid's Tale is in this, and his character, he doesn't have a name on anything, like, they won't say who he's playing, and he signed a tweet, hashtag TM once, so I kind of think that guy's Taskmaster, but I originally thought that it, it was Rachel Vice, and I still think she's related in some way to the Taskmaster. We'll just have to see, won't we? Yeah, this will be a future Blazers prediction for Ben here. Yeah, I love Taskmaster uh, just from Marvel Comics and stuff, so can't wait to see it on screen. I think they saved him for the best possible movie for him to be in because Black Widow is one of the more physical fighters, you know, and all her stuff is so fancy. And that's what I want to see from Taskmaster. For sure. So we're, we're excited. Uh, it's going to be a hard couple months to wait, but we can do it. Uh, next up, we've got Yasuke. 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 The uh, the famous Black Samurai. This is an anime from Netflix, and uh, animation looks like sort of the Castlevania style animation to me. Yeah, I imagine they're using their uh, same studios that they they have produced their animes. But this is a true story. I, this one will probably be stylized being an anime. Right, right. But uh, right. of this this dude that came from Africa and fought alongside a mighty feudal lord in brutal 16th century Japan. So this dude really existed. Uh, he's played by Lakeith Stanfield in this movie, who's like a pretty big get. He was in Knives Out and, and Selma. and He's just like a, a rising star. And then they were going to make a live-action version of this movie with Chadwick Boseman but then obviously uh, he passed away so they they scrapped that but I just said this earlier and I agree Michael B. Jordan should do this uh, yeah it's like right up his alley he's a giant nerd he yeah. likes <laughs> he made uh, Killmonger's suit look like Vegeta on purpose <laughs> uh, that's pretty sweet yeah so yeah just get him to do it but uh i don't know do you, do you think you'll watch this probably not i'm not a it takes an awful lot for me to watch anime i'm not an anime guy so i probably won't if they make a live action whenever i will watch that yeah i think i'd be more interested in a live action as well uh but i will maybe check this out i don't know well i'll maybe check it out yeah maybe maybe, maybe so uh, all right, so then next up we have the Space Jam: A New Legacy trailer, starring one LeBron, LeBron James, uh, an assorted cast of various Looney Tunes, and Don Cheadle is the bad guy, and he's playing like a server robot computer man, 
And the plot of this is is NBA superstar LeBron James teams up with Bucks Bunny and the rest of the Looney Tunes for this long-awaited sequel. But from the trailer, we learn that Don Cheadle has kidnapped LeBron James's son, I believe his son, and uh, he is sucked into the Warner Brothers server verse where he has to play a game of basketball to get his son back. You know, standard fare. <laughs> uh, it makes complete sense to me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and, and in a way, this almost makes more sense than Godzilla versus Kong. It's, a, it's about the same level of, of you know. Let's just go for it. It's Space Jam. It's Space Jam. Do you need? Do you need? What do you need? Like, what are we looking for here? I don't know. But uh, King Kong actually is in this, um, along with a lot of other characters. As a matter of fact, I sort of kind of was going through this trailer, pausing and looking around just to see all the characters that were in it. And there's a lot of obvious ones that you can see, like, you know, Scooby-Doo, Flintstones, all those old cartoons and whatnot. Uh, But there's a lot of people that uh, I watched it when I watched the trailer the second time. I caught all this stuff and I definitely did not catch it the first time. So so I I actually typed it all out, Nick. And so I want to tell you who I saw. So the clown from It is actually in multiple shots in this trailer. (laughs) Uh, A flying monkey from The Wizard of Oz is in this. The Joker from the 1989 Batman, you know, with the purple suit and all that, uh, he's in it. Penguin and Robin from the old 60s Batman show. Uh, But also Penguin from the second Tim Burton Batman movie is standing right next to the 60s Penguin (laughs) in one of the shots. So just a a collection of penguins. A collection of penguins, yes. Um, Space Ghost is in this. Uh, the mask. <laughs> I didn't see Space Ghost. <laughs> He's flying. So yeah, you have to look in the air. He's like flying around. Fantastic. He's actually in two different shots. I hope it's coast to coast version, not the the old one. Uh, so actually, this version is almost looks like computer animated and is very muscular. It's like he looks like a Dorito, you know, <laughs> like that 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 v, the the big torso. Fantastic. So he's like, yeah, real muscular. Um, the mask is in this. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey's The Mask, yes. And then I saw The Night King from Game of Thrones. The son of Darth Maul and Elsa from Frozen. Yes. <laughs> I, yes. <laughs> I would not thought about it that way, but yes. Yep. <laughs> uh, Chitara from Thundercats. Excellent. And the War Boys from Mad Max, Fury Road. You know, my last name, Kelly, means War Boy. Does it yeah, really? It, it means War Boy. How many wars you been in? Me? None. Not a one, but, you know, my ancestors must have been. Maybe so. They're barn fighters. Yeah, see? So this this movie looks silly and fun. Um, I don't know. I might see this. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be on HBO, so. Yeah, low barrier. I'm definitely watching this. Yeah, for sure. I need to watch the first one, though. I've never seen the first one. You should watch the first one. The first one's great. All right, so next trailer we have here is Batman The Long Halloween Part 1. I don't know how many parts there are going to be to this, but uh, this looks like pretty much all the other Batman animated stuff that you've seen. Yeah, well, not... Like, because Batman the Animated Series looks a lot better, is a lot better than this. Uh, the original, you know, that's a great series. But uh, this looks like a weird, like, Japanese-style Flash animation almost. <laughs> like, if if, like... You know, in Strong Bad, when he makes the anime version, <laughs> gotta have gotta have blue hair. <laughs> Everybody says you're the guy, but I want to be the guy too. Yeah, that's what it reminds me of. Is that also? I'm looking at the cast list right now, and Jensen Ackles is the voice of Batman. He's that dude from Supernatural, not the one that was on Gilmore Girls, the other one. Is he a good actor? 
he's he's a gruff he's a gruff like a good gruff dude. I got no I got no beef with him. David Dasmalchi and his calendar man, he's fun. He's in uh Ant Man and the Wasp, he's Kurt. Troy Baker is Joker. He took over from Mark Hamill. He does a pretty good Joker. It's it's very similar to Hamill's. Yeah, it is very close. Uh Josh Duhamel is in is Harvey Dent, and we'll see him again in a, a bad trailer later. Uh, Titus Williver, my boy, is uh, Carmen Falcone. And then that's you know, Fred Tassatori. Yeah, those are all the people I recognize. But I don't really like the animation style for this, so I probably won't watch it. I, I feel like I've seen a lot of these, or they're just out there. To me, they're not going to ever be as good as Batman the Animated Series, probably, so I probably won't check it out either. Yeah, the only Batman animated thing I've liked since that has been the Harley Quinn animated series on HBO. Ah, yeah. Okay, so moving on, uh, next up we've got Mainstream. Yeah, this this is an Andrew Garfield movie with uh, Maya Hawk, and the description for this is, In this cautionary tale, three people struggle to preserve their identities as they form an eccentric love triangle within the fast-moving internet age. Uh, we got a wild cast in this movie. Did one of the Pauls, was he in that table scene? Was it one of the Paul brothers? Like Logan Paul or whatever Paul? I don't see him in this list, but it's possible he's in there as a cameo and not listed on IMDb. But we have Maya Hawk. We got Andrew Garfield. Uh, I had written it off completely at that point, And then uh, Jason Schwartzman popped up, and I was like, what are you doing in this? Because Jason Schwartzman's only in good things. Um, but I think it's because it was directed by Gia Coppola, and Jason Schwartzman is a Coppola. It's all coming together. Yeah. Uh, are they related to uh, Sophia? Yeah, uh, Sophia Coppola is Jason Schwartzman's cousin. Because she's the daughter of Francis Ford Coppola. And then right. the cousins are Nick Cage, Jason Schwartzman. There's a couple of The Illuminati. Yeah, yeah, the Illuminati. <laughs> so the Coppola's are, you know, Nick Cage is a Coppola and Sofia Coppola. This is directed by Gia Coppola. She looks like Sofia Coppola. So I don't I don't know where she falls into the family, but oh, cousin of Nick Cage, Mark Coppola and Christopher Coppola. Daughter of Giancarlo Coppola. <laughs> Granddaughter of Francis Ford Coppola. Okay, so she's a generation okay. under Sophia. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, that makes sense. I never, I never heard of her, but I figured there was some relation there. You know, this movie, um, to me, looks like the movie The Social Network, but instead of being for Facebook, it's for YouTube. It does look like that, which made me think, uh, YouTube moves so fast that this is going to be like four things behind by the time it comes out. So one thing I have learned is that there is YouTube drama. There's lots of drama with these YouTube celebrities at this point that have, you know, millions of followers and, and watchers or subscribers or whatever you want to call them. And, uh, you know, like the Pauls, for example, you know, they just they, they do these stunts. They're and they get in trouble. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So it looks like this movie, these people are doing stunts and crazy stuff, you know. Uh, and getting into trouble and all this kind of stuff, and then drama ensues, and, and it's like their rise, the the rise of these YouTubers is what it sort of looks like. And I guess uh, there's a yeah, there's a love. You said love triangle aspect to it as well. That's what it says, but I didn't I didn't glean that from the trailer because I I, I didn't either. Who's the third person? Because the, it seemed like the main two were Andrew Garfield and Maya Hawk. 
I, I couldn't catch that either. Do, I like Maya Hawk. Do you do you like Maya Hawk? Yeah, I mean, how can the the spawn of Uma Thurman and Ethan Hawk be anything other than inevitable greatness? <laughs> yeah, um, and I, I like Andrew Garfield too. I, he's fine. I'm, he's not like an actor that I'm going to see something just because he's in it. You know, I nothing him. Uh, yeah, I don't like him, but I wouldn't avoid something because he's in it. He was good in The Social Network. Yes, The Social Network is a great movie, despite the uh, the presence of Army Hammer playing two characters. Oh, I totally forgot he was in it, yeah. That's because it's impossible to remember him, because he's a weird ghost man. A weird ghost man with weird ghost tastes. Yeah, well, he uses his weird ghost powers for evil. He does! I'm fully cool like with him being gone from the zeitgeist. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Uh, bye. Bye. <laughs> All right. So next up, we've got the movie Monster, not to be confused with the Charlize Theron movie from yesteryear. Yes, I cannot provide a synopsis for this one because there are too many movies named Monster, and I could not find it on IMDb. There, I, there's got to be a million of them. There is, and this one wasn't going to come up. I can tell you it's Angela's Ashes at the Beach. Yep, yep. It's got a good voiceover from Jeffrey Wright, who plays this kid's dad. Uh, but this kid seems to have been thrust into bad situations by being in the wrong place at the wrong time. And it looks like it's going to be like a downer movie, and I, I don't know how 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 into this. I, I mean, I love Jeffrey Wright, but I don't want to watch this movie. No, I don't want to see a kid with a lot of potential and promise for, like, uh, an eye for photography and, and things like that. And then, apparently, he makes a bad decision and, and like, uh, participates in a robbery. And it, there's and then the telling line in this is, like, I don't want my life to be defined by one decision I made or one thing that I did. Um, and I, I don't want to see this kid just, like go to jail and all this stuff it's 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 angela's ashes at the beach i don't want to read this or watch this yeah i'm totally cool with a melancholy movie as long as it it takes a turn like like a midnight like a midnight sky turn where it goes upwards you know and then by by the end that movie was great uh but this one yeah no not for us not for us so we're gonna move on to without remorse the second trailer and uh this is that movie with uh, Michael B. Jordan, and I want this as much as ever. Yeah, it looks great. Uh, there are two things I noticed from this. In the trailer, they called him John Kelly, which is two of my three names. <laughs> uh, my middle name is John. And uh, also, one of the characters' name was Greer in the briefing room, and that made me think that maybe this is a Jack Ryan shared universe because Greer is in Jack Ryan. Uh, we still hope for that. Um, I felt like it was Pavlov's dog every time that uh, Sam Fisher goggle sound came up. Okay, <laughs> It's Pavlov's dog. Just give me Sam Fisher. Um, yeah, I, this looks awesome, dude. I can't. I'm going to have to borrow somebody's credentials because I don't have Amazon Prime anymore because I, I don't like Amazon I anymore. I got Amazon. Well, I'm going to have to borrow your credentials uh, to watch this because I, I have to see this. Yeah, it's going to be great. And it comes out this month. Oh snap! Okay, well we'll we'll get together. We'll get together after the show, Nick, and I'll get that from you. Okay. We definitely <laughs> won't do that, Amazon. Yes. We oh will. no. We. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know when you stop peddling a bunch of cheap uh, Chinese-made crap uh, and have regular products, maybe I'll come back and see you. I don't think they're gonna do that. Okay. Okay. Bye. 
Uh, next trailer we have here is Jupiter's Legacy. This is a proper trailer, but it is not cut very well because you don't know what it's about. It's great visuals, but I didn't know what this was about. Was it great visuals? Because I thought it looked terrible. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it, yeah, it's, um, it's a, gr what is it a grade below? What would you say this is a grade below? I think it looked like, uh, I, th this is, okay. So I'm going to read the synopsis and then I'm going to tell you what I think it looks like. Just okay. The synopsis is, The first generation of superheroes have kept the world safe for nearly a century. Now their children must live up to their legacy in an epic drama that spans decades and navigates the dynamics of family, power, and loyalty. So I think, obviously, it's like Greek gods are acting as superheroes. Um, I think that this looks like a, like a show that would be a show on another show or like in a movie. It doesn't look real. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like an Entourage. I've never watched Entourage, but I know they were making an Aquaman movie in Entourage. And I feel like that's what this is. Or like, this would be in like, Jingle All the Way. And he, the kid would want the action figure of Jupiter's Legacy. Like, it doesn't look, it looks cheesy to me. Like, it doesn't look good. It, it's like the mom the mom walks by the kid watching TV and the trailer for this movie is on. She's like, why are you watching that crap? Yeah, exactly. That's what it, this would be like on TV and another thing. So it's it looks like a second generation <laughs> movie, you know? I don't, This is Mark Millar, so I don't have any hope for this. Right, and I was expecting it to take a, a violent turn at any time. And it didn't look like it, it was violent, which is I don't trust. And I'm wondering what the rating is because I didn't say, and I, I can't find that it has a rating on IMDb or anything. But Mark Millar is a nihilist, and all of his stuff is gross and weird. I I really don't like anything by him, comic-wise. So I just don't trust that this is good. But I do trust that at one point, some boardroom executive said that Netflix needed their own version of the boys and i think that that's sort of where the aesthetic started for this even if it's a pg-13 one i think you might be onto something there yeah because that's the sort of the vibe that i got from it yeah i i think you're i think you're you may be accurate there but this is the thing that had uh, josh duhamel in it that i was i had teased earlier he's in here uh, moving on to a much better trailer, the Ghostbusters Afterlife, sort of like a teaser. Yeah, well, this is a uh, not much more information than the first trailer they showed last year before it was supposed to come out, and then it got delayed. It starts off with like a weird little ad that's maybe not an ad. It's weird because Paul Rudd's like shopping in a grocery store, and there's a bag of Stay Puft marshmallows that comes to life, and. No one's sure if that's a real scene from the movie or if it was just, like, uh, something they put at the front of the trailer and, and they haven't said, so... Unclear about that. But then the rest of it, you get a little bit of the background. It's uh, Egon's family, so his daughter and then grandkids go to his old house after he has passed away to clean out his stuff. And they find the Ecto-1 and ghost traps and stuff. And then Paul Rudd is I think a school teacher and he's familiar with the Ghostbusters so that sort of sets it in motion there and then there's some some stuff brewing but uh I really really want to see this movie so bad 
I know it. I know it. Is it, it Egon's daughter? She's the younger one, right? Uh, his daughter, I believe, was Carrie Coon, the mom of the... the oh, yeah. his granddaughter, I mean. His, gran- his granddaughter. Yeah, his granddaughter is the girl with the glasses. McKenna, yes. McKenna Grace. I Okay, I really like what they have done with her hair and her like uh, costume like wardrobe or whatever it's it's just interesting and it and it's it's like yes this is the granddaughter of egon i just yep. i really like the visual choices that they're making in this movie me too i can't wait for this i it's i, I cannot wait for this also it's directed by jason reitman who I've never seen a bad movie made by him. And the, the Up in the Air that I watched last week that I was raving about, that's a Jason Reitman movie. Uh, he did Thank You for Smoking, which is a fantastic movie if you haven't seen that. It's one of the best satires ever made. And Juno's good. Uh, he's a lot of good movies. I love Jason Reitman. But uh, yeah, I really want to see this. I think a lot when you do a 20-year sequel like this, because this is basically Ghostbusters 3, uh, you have to start at a place of reverence before you build your own tone and move forward and i think that's what this looks like it's doing i mean they're they literally put the reverence in the trailer yeah just like so they're moving your hand across the ecto one and stuff like that uh, I just, i'm here for it yeah yeah uh we can't wait so very excited is that that's coming out this year yeah i believe so uh it said next summer maybe they pushed it all the way to 2022 if this trailer was cut and it was new i don't know i couldn't tell because i thought i'd maybe seen this trailer before uh it's coming out maybe seen it's coming out 11th november 2021 so we are getting it this year okay 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 all right well we just gotta wait so the 11th trailer that we have here is those who wish me dead starring angelina jurler i've been waiting for a new angelina jolie action movie since salt she's gone on to direct a lot of stuff and and sometimes and she gets you know oscar nominations when she directs stuff because she's great at it so i when people do that sometimes they don't come back you know like oh no I, like I, I still want you to be in movies because you're good uh, i love angelina jolie and uh here she is she's back she's back in a movie that uh, the plot lo- looks like it's from the early 90s like commando or something this looks like all the movies i've been watching for the past two weeks from the 90s <laughs> the plot is a teenage murder witness finds himself pursued by twin assassins in the montana wilderness <laughs> with a survival expert tasked with protecting him and a forest fire threatening to consume them all let's play a short game right now in 1996 who would be the main character of this movie I'm sort of getting Stallone vibes. Oh gosh, uh, I'm trying to think of who would play the kid. The kid would maybe be like a like he would he definitely have a, one of those bowl cuts like a like a Jonathan Taylor Thomas bowl cut from the '90s. Uh, what about the catcher from Sandlot, the freckled kid? <laughs> oh man, the truffle shuffle. Uh, oh yeah, that guy or the the kid from uh, uh, Disney's The Kid. <laughs> so many. Oh, there's so many. I'm just trying to think who would Angelina Jolie be. Would if it was, if it was a woman, it might be Sandra Bullock. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. But I definitely think it would be a, like a man, and it would be Stallone. I could see him be wanting to be a firefighter, you know. Yeah, I could absolutely see it being Stallone. And yeah. they'd be in the water, and he'd be like, "You just, we're gonna go down. You take a deep breath, and uh, put your head back," you know. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, this looks fun, though. This does look fun. Yeah, it looks great. It's got John Bernthal, Nicholas Holt is in it, uh, Aiden Gillen, who is Littlefinger in Game of Thrones. So, you know, it's it's real actors. It's going to be on HBO Max and in theaters at the same time, so low barrier to entry. I'm going to watch this as, as soon as it's on HBO Max. <laughs> we'll have our ears to the ground on this one, my boy. <laughs> Look for those who wish me dead in a future what we done watched. Uh, I think this comes out at the end of the month. It comes out, no, 14th May. So it okay. comes out in May. So a uh, little, little over a month yeah. away. Uh, all right, so then we have the last trailer, the Adele DeZinth trailer. Ladies and gentlemen, The Mosquito Coast. Yeah, we got a, tra- a teaser trailer for this a couple weeks ago. This is the movie with uh, Justin Thoreau. Thoreau. And it's based on that book that the Harrison Ford movie of the same name from 1990s was was based on, The Mosquito Coast. But this is a much better idea of what's going on. So, Because uh, last time we couldn't tell what it was about, and the, the description on IMDb isn't helpful. It says an idealist uproots his family and moves them to Latin America. Okay, but it's because he made some shady deals with some people, and all of a sudden everyone's coming for him. And so he's got like a daughter that was... A, trying to pick colleges and you know like a son and his wife and all of a sudden they gotta they gotta pick up all their stuff and leave because justin thoreau did some goofy stuff and uh i think they're they're being pursued by various agencies and and characters yeah i i found myself when i was watching this being like i i want to know why they're on the run i want to know the details i want to know the story and then i was like well well heck i just want to see this (laughs) you know like i can tell you that Anything with Justin Thoreau in it is worth starting. Uh, the man, the man has done enough for me that anything he does, I'll start watching. Uh, I didn't really like the leftovers; it was too heavy, but it was still good. But like, he wrote Iron Man and Iron Man Two, so I, you know, come on, it's, I, Justin Thoreau, <laughs> he's in Parks and Rec. Do what he says. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I will, since I have Apple Plus, I will check this out. Apple Plus is getting a bunch of stuff I want to watch, and there's going to be a point here where I need to get it, because that Sofia Coppola movie with Bill Murray is on there, on the rocks. Uh, I want to watch Ted Lasso very badly. Uh, I want to watch The Mosquito Coast, and then there's that sci-fi show that's going to come out eventually that we talked about. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, it, was it, it wasn't Philip K. Dick. It was somebody else, wasn't it? No, I think it was, uh, might have been Asimov or something. Maybe it was, yeah. It was one so, of those yeah. sci-fi guys. Yeah, I want to. See, yeah, I want to see that too. All right, so that's uh, that'll do it here for the new new trailers. Uh, do we have any trailer mailers? No, we didn't ask any questions last week. We played our new game. Ah, gotcha. All right, well that uh, then that does it. But you know what? I bet there's some people that want to tell us their Space Jam teams for uh, the the questions time. So how can they get in touch with us? Well, uh, especially because Bridget's social media hiatus she took is over. Uh, she can follow us on Instagram at Trailer Blazers Podcast, where, where she can contribute to the question times this month because Lent is over. I know that's where you were. <laughs> uh, if you want to email us, you can do so at trailerblazerspod at gmail dot com, and you can follow us on Twitter at trailer underscore blazers if you want updates on episode releases. So I'll I'll do the post for Instagram on Monday morning as usual, and I expect to see you all there bright and early with your Space Jam teams in tow. Uh, if you're feeling like a generous little goblin, you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star rating and review. And if you do that, Quick Mickey's going to let you know what the score is. Hey, Vogue, the Quick Mickey got a secret for you. 
gonna let you know about the score. And uh, if you know the score, the score is five. And it five what? Points? No. Five stars. Five star writing. That's the only writing that you can give us on Apple Podcasts. But if you go going down and do that, I want to let you know there's some people who want Quick Mickey dead. There's people who, some who want me dead. And you say, well, you seem like a pretty nice guy there, Quick Mickey. Why does people want you dead? Well, folks. Quick Mickey's done pretty good for himself. And some people are jealous. And that's that's just the way it is. I don't have any control over human nature or people's desires. Nick, do you? Not, no. Not a bit. No, I don't have that. So what we're going to do is we're going to get together and combine our powers of the five-star rating to be like Captain America. You know what I'm saying? And... Combine our powers to protect one another. And that's how you do it. And that is a tip. Thank you, Quick Mickey. Effervescence as always. Uh, for the Trailer Blazers, not the Trailblazers, my name is Nick Kelly, and I am a character on a TV show within another TV show. Happy Trailsers. And I'm Ben Moon, and you can find me in the crowd in the new Space Jam movie. Happy Trailsers. Welcome back, folks, to the video games. One quarter portion of the show, folks. Uh, Nick has been playing nothing. Yep, still haven't haven't touched a controller. I go in in spurts of video games. Yeah, I've actually watched more than I've played this past week too. I played a little bit of Assassin's Creed, but uh, have been watching more stuff for sure. But you know, <laughs> we don't have any industry news. This is going to be the video games. <laughs> Much less than a quarter portion, I assure you. Well, we have more trailers than we normally do. We do. There's so video game trailers have been kind of dry lately. Uh, we do have a, several here. There's actually a new uh, a game coming out from the Nintendo Switch, and uh, it's called it's called Later Alligator. You found this one. Yeah, this is a really weird one, but I have not seen 500 games that were like this. This was very unique. You're like in an alligator, like a town. It's like New York City, but alligators. <laughs> It's like cartoony, and it's mainly comprised of like mini games and and just I imagine going through the city and doing little tasks and mini games and stuff. But it it comes in, encapsulated in this weird cartoon that seems very fluidic as a as a means of getting to these mini games. And I think it's pretty comedic too. It's supposed to be really funny. So in between the mini games is funny stuff. Yeah. Right? It was putting all of its blurbs uh, in little quote boxes throughout the trailer, and I had actually heard of all the places where it was putting the blurbs from, so it wasn't trying to pull a fast one on us. <laughs> yeah, if, if I would try to explain this uh, as a mix of things, I would say this is like Professor Layton meets Mario Party meets that, w- that wiggly line animation from the 90s. Like Ed, Ed, and Eddie? Yeah, something like that. There was, or like those old Nickelodeon shorts. Oh, they yeah. They have those little animated shorts that was stuff like that, or, or, or almost like a, 
Was Beavis and Butthead wavy lines like that? I think it did shimmer. Uh, maybe like home movies. Yeah, Remember something like that. But uh, very cutesy animation. It, it actually looks really good. I think it probably would play really well on Switch. Yeah, I would be interested in this one. I would have to hear. I think I would need a review on this first. Yeah. But it definitely it was it was in it was unique, and I haven't seen this a million times, which was the mo- was the best because everything lately has been the same shooters shooter shooter shooters yeah for sure so we'll 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 keep an eye out for this one well i'll probably hear a podcast do a review on it i'm sure yeah so all right the next up we have a parody trailer i put this on here because it was kind of fun uh this came out on uh, april 1st obviously um so it was the zoom royale uh trailer i think ign made this this was very enjoyable. Uh, it's a, it's basically like a hundred people in a Zoom call, and the last person in there is the winner, like a like a battle royale game. Yeah, so they go through all the stuff that like makes you lose points and get you know get kicked out. And it's all just the the faux pas that people do with with Zoom calls, and I do Zoom calls a lot for work, so I know all about this. I've I've never used Zoom. We use Teams for work, and I am not uh extremely social in my day-to-day life so i don't go on like zoom calls with people because i'm not that kind of person you're the only person that i ever talked to on video chat and then we don't use team or zoom uh, i would say we definitely do facebook messenger a lot more than video chatting though yeah i don't like i don't like video chatting I, for the most part i like it for this but i don't like it like casually yeah, so that, it's kind of funny. You can go check it out. It's on IGN's channel. You just have to you just search it. Just 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 search Zoom Royale. Or it's actually, we'll have, the, we'll have the link in the show notes, won't yeah, we? Yeah, just click on the link. It's worth watching. It was funny. It's funny. Uh, all right, then. So then uh, we have World of Demons. And this is actually a mobile game on Apple Arcade. This is inaccessible because of that. I don't even know where I would play a mobile game on apple arcade or what that means but the art style is gorgeous and (laughs) and it's worth watching this because of that it really and the the music is awesome too and i went back and watched the second time the music is really really good uh the art style that nick's talking about it looks just like okami yeah for sure and and there's all these different japanese folklore demons and creatures like i saw a kappa for sure and i recognized him and there were some other ones, too, that I sort of recognize but can't recall right now. But, yeah, there's a bunch of monsters, and they're they're animated in a cool way. And it's just a cool-looking game. It's just, it's it's on Apple Arcade, and I don't know what that is. Yeah, I don't even, I don't, even, I don't own any Apple products, so I don't know how I would play this. But, uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's it, we put it on here because music, art, folklore demons, it's got all, it's got all the things. <laughs> It's worth uh, watching the trailer. Yeah. So anyway, if maybe maybe you'll check it out if you're if you've got Apple Arcade. I don't know anybody that does, but maybe you do. I don't know. Uh, next trailer we have here is actually a really good looking game called Path of Exile Two. Yeah, it looks like another Diablo clone, like yep. another another whatever type of game that is. Uh, the bosses look like Diablo bosses. The creatures look yep. like Diablo creatures. The, but the attacks look like a Diablo attacks. Yeah. So it's a Diablo clone, but it's got real nice graphics. Boy, these are real. This is some of the best graphics for this type of game that I probably have ever seen. Yeah, it, if you don't like the cartoony sort of 
Blizzard look that Diablo 3 sort of incorporated, which most people didn't like for Diablo, uh, maybe maybe you want to move over to Path of Exile. Maybe you do. Uh, I don't know. I didn't play the first game, so I don't know what this is like, but uh, if you like this sort of game, this looks probably something you're going to get. Yeah. I'm more of a turn-based guy in this situation. Yeah, I don't. I, I'm more of a third-person game, almost exclusively. So I like <laughs> I like what I like, and there's that's what I play. And that's the and that's it, folks. Last game we trailer we have here is something called Abandoned. The, okay, this is another like you're in the middle of the woods, survival, possibly monsters or something game. This must be an easy kind of game to make because I feel like we have five of these a week and there's so many of them that half the time I just ignore them completely. Yeah, this is like those it's like a walking simulator but it's horror as well so it's like horror survival walking simulator. I do not like these games. They're not fun. The pacing's real slow. Not for me. Graphics were pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, they said it's like, this is early renders, you know, early version. Like, then don't show it. Just, like, wait till you have something good to show. I wouldn't have uh, brought that up, like, if it was in some random independent game, but they were branding it as a PlayStation 5 game. And just for that, it's like, really this? Like, what is this? I don't know. The, I hated the narration, too. The narration was terrible. Like, the, the actual script and the... Um, like the delivery was just not good. Very amateur. It was just like, yeah, very yeah, very amateur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this must have been made by the local theater community uh, college theater department, maybe. Yeah, they put an ad in the they put an ad in the paper that they needed a voice actor. I picture uh, Mr. Burns in The Simpsons when he made that that terrible movie, and he's like, four hundred takes, and that was the best one. <laughs> 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 yeah so we're not into this uh, so no, really no games that I'm going to like be, be playing from this uh, this week I don't think I'm going to start uh, re- I'm going to dive back into Avengers soon because the Playstation 5 patch came out and so I'm going to jump back into that and play the Hawkeye DLC and the Kate Bishop DLC and the Black Panther DLC yeah so I'm going to do that soon. Uh, but apart from that, there's not any games that I can think of that I want to play that are coming out. Yeah, I'm going to keep playing Assassin's Creed, but I'll probably try a few of these free games that I've got on Stadia just to see if they're any good. Um, but I'll still... I, I, play, I, I got back into um, Shadowrun Dragonfall the other day, and I was like, oh yeah, this is fun. I, I remember why I started this and was playing, so I'm going to keep playing that too. But... Hmm. Uh, I got shoes to paint, so it's like hard to find time to game, you know? Yep, I do know. I'm, make, I'm making some Captain America shoes. They're going to be pretty cool. Can't wait to see them. Um, I bet you can't. <laughs> uh, well, okay, well, for the Trailer Blazers, I'm Ben Moon and later Alligator. For the Trailer Blazers, my name is Nick Kelly, and I am available to do voiceover for your crappy walking simulators. Happy Trailsers. P.P. Crisp, an idea for a munch, but with Graham Cookie outside for crunch. Inside a center so sweet, peanut butter cream, oh, a treat. A taste so enormously grand, made to fit in the palm of your hand. Armageddon. Is actually in multiple shots in this trailer. Armageddon. He's in it. Uh, but also, Armageddon is standing right next to Armageddon. 